This is the Light Goddess Podcast. I am Jude Hotep, the goddess astrologer and soul coach. If you are here, it is because you are divine feminine soulpreneur. And come hell or high water, you will root more love into this world. Let's get into it. Hey, beautiful light goddesses, working with me in a private astrology reading is a reclamation of power. It is a provocatively transformative and healing the way that I work with you in your astrology to live your life by the stars. This exclusive time digging into your chart will allow you to understand what is coming up next for you and activate your highest intentions and challenging energies. If you'd like to book that with me, you can go to thegoddessastrologer.com. That's the T-H-E goddessastrologer.com. Welcome back to the Light Goddess Podcast. I'm Jude Hotep, the Goddess Astrologer and Alchemical Initiatrix. This episode is called The Light Speaks Up. So there's something happening in this world where people are confused by being spiritual or being in the light and speaking truth, speaking their voice, speaking up for what they see, they hear, they know. And there's a few threads, there's a few uh, tangles of why this is happening. It's, it's abusive to say things such as, I am always coming from love and peace. Well, well, I'm always coming from love and peace. It's really an abusive statement and it gaslights the other person and it's inferring that the other person is not coming from love and, and peace because of whatever they're doing, say speaking up. And it's really common behavior of abusers and narcissists and sociopaths and psychopaths. And this is why so many people don't speak up And this and other social admonitions, it comes down to social belonging. What we do to socially belong, allowing ourselves to be motivated by social belonging due to the limbic primal fear brain, fear part of our brain, rather than being really in control and uh, using our rational prefrontal cortex part of our brain that can think about our thinking and think about our motivations And so often people are motivated by what other people think is right rather than by their own hearts. And why do people think what they think is right is right? Because of programming. And and who were they programmed by? These are really important paths of inquiry because we begin to then unpack all of the ways in which we betray our own soul's path. We begin seeing our disempowered, how our disempowerment that we are not creating our life, but allowing ourselves to be victims to other people's value system a value system which was most likely the value system of a narcissist or a sociopath or a psychopath because that is who has been in positions of power for a really long time. The light speaks up for justice. It says what it sees, what it hears, and what it knows. It speaks. Even with the risk of triggering other people, losing people, people's reactions, possibly violent even, and being seen or painted as painted a certain way socially, like painted as the problem or being seen as a troublemaker or all these types of things. You may have grown up if you were someone who spoke up with those types of labels 
or you may have understood those programs and internalized them and knew that if you did speak up, you were going to be called a troublemaker. You would get in trouble. Like, look back through your childhood and see if you can identify any of those experiences. Because it's really common with us light goddesses, us awakened ones, us spiritually advanced women bringing light, shining our light so big in this world to help be the beacon, the lighthouse for everyone as they're waking up from the programs and coming to out of the slumber that humans have been under, all the veils of programming that we've been under. That's really connected to this gravity well of the of the third dimension. It's funny, I remember growing up with this idea about gravity that if we didn't have it, it's so good, supposedly, because if we didn't have it, then we just float off into space. But this is such a falsehood. This is so untrue. It's the gravity that keeps the programming in place and it and keeps us in such a dense way of seeing and believing of life when all of it isn't like this. It's not consciousness that came from the material. It's consciousness. It's the material that came from consciousness. Consciousness came first. It's all of the spiritual behind the tangible. And the light, so the light speaks. The light speaks up for injustice. It, it speaks up for what's right based upon soul, based upon higher truths, not man-made. And I'm really saying specifically man-made truths, supposed truths, man-made laws and rules governing humanity and, and why and why are they in place these these often ridiculous ideas and so the light speaks up and so often we don't because we're afraid of what's going to happen if we do that people won't like us anymore that people will get triggered and blame it on us that people are going to even be violent possibly i was going to the store and there was a Tesla beside my car when I walked, got out of my car and walked to go inside. And there was a three-year-old kid in it and on a, on a TV screen in the car bouncing around in a locked car. I went in and I got the manager and I said, you need to call this parent up to the front, get onto the intercom. Cause, and, and, I would hope that I would go in and find a manager that understands how acute the situation is and would respond accordingly. But instead, I got a 30-something-year-old kid who was really under all of that social belonging programming. Like, well, I'm going to make a scene. What will my other employees think of me? Uh, am I doing the right thing? Anything that saves that kid and gets that kid out of a really wrong situation, that's the right thing. But he was scared, and he was all under that conditioning and programming of social conditioning. So he hemmed and hawed and got with the other employees and sat around and talked about it. I said, you need to go get on the intercom and call the parent up to the front desk and say, whoever has a child locked in a Tesla out in the parking lot needs to come to the front now, and you need to call the police. And the reason why they needed to do that was so that the parent could get a wake-up call. Now, how else are they abusing that child? How else are they endangering that child? I got the sense that this was probably a tired parent making a really horrible decision, but how many horrible decisions are they making? And does the, ch the child need to die or break a bone or have something really dastardly happen for the, the parent to wake up out of their reverie of really shitty parenting? 
And they needed to call the cops to give this parent a wake-up call so they could wake up out of their stupor of not doing right by that kid. And I don't think, like, they were just, like, malicious and trying to really uh, just be horrible. Like, I didn't really get that sense about it. It's probably a really tired parent, but not making good decisions at all. And how are they ever going to make a different one if something isn't done? And unfortunately, you know, the manager of the Target didn't really do anything. And, and, uh, and uh, you know, the parent came out and left. And so nothing was really ever done. And who knows if that parent really got a wake-up call at all. It doesn't seem like it. It doesn't appear to be so. And that manager still did not speak up. He didn't speak up. And I was made to, and I, I wasn't made to look, but I, it, it kind of looked like I was making a big scene or a big deal out of something. And I, I gave it a good shot to explain, like, this is child endangerment. This parent isn't going to wake up out of their behavior if you don't do something more drastic. Like, and they, it just happened to be that the parent came up. You know, they didn't call over the intercom. They didn't, like, give this parent a wake-up call. You know, and so, and, and, and it's, un, it's so unfortunate that he didn't speak up. He had this brilliant opportunity to be the light, to speak up, to say what is not okay, to speak what he sees, what he knows, what he hears, but he was so scared of social belonging. And there's so many circumstances like this. Like how many times do we stay in a shitty relationship because we think we're telling ourselves that we don't want to lose that person. But if that person is going to be triggered by us because of us speaking our truth or being our authentic self, is that person the right person to be in a relationship with us at all? And I know that I had a lot of different thinking going on that I had to unpack to be able to really speak my truth and let the cards fall where they may with people and say, yep, they might not, they might be triggered. Yep, not my problem. That's their trigger. That's their wound to go and do the inner work on. I get triggered all the time. And and when I get triggered, those are my wounds to go do the inner work on. And if we're two people in a relationship doing the inner work and we even get triggered, then how much growth do we have? How much do we grow and evolve together, never blaming each other for our own issues and maybe even talking about it and, and working through it together? Like how powerful of a relationship is that? How healthy is that? How evolving and, and catapulting is a relationship like that instead of somebody getting mad and then going and storming off? Like how childish Right? I mean, it's it's so frequent in our culture. It's so frequent in our culture. And a lot of it's because of where people are at in, in their level of consciousness, their level of awakening from all the programming, their level of psychological health and willingness to do the inner work. Because just looking at the things, that's not healing. That's not healing, just being aware of it. But a lot of people aren't even willing to be aware of it. So... It may not feel good. It's not easy to speak up. It's not easy to do, you know, it's really easy to not speak up. It's really easy to just sweep it all underneath the rug. That's easy. It's easy. It isn't easy to speak up when other people may not like it, when other people may villainize you, demonize you, paint you as the problem, when other people may be triggered and blame that trigger on you. But you didn't come here to be like everybody else. 
Or did you? The light didn't come here to do what everybody else is doing. It came here to help humanity go towards the light. It came here to be the beacon, the lighthouse of direction, point of direction, the compass, the North Star. And everybody else isn't creating massive value in the world for humanity. Everybody else isn't living the dream life that you want to live or that I want to live. You know, I didn't come here to be like everybody else, and I'm wildly not. The light speaks up about what is not transparent in this world, what is not right in this world, not what's not right in a situation. The light speaks. And you can do it with kindness. You can do it with compassion. You can do it with lovingness. But we need to speak. Here's another example. I do guesting spots. And I was talking to this woman, we agreed to do a guesting spot together um, for me to be on her podcast. And she didn't say anything that she charges people to be a guest in her podcast. And she didn't say she didn't disclose the information anywhere. And we had two conversations. And then she's having me email her. So now I'm having to do all this work instead of her just giving me a schedule link and all and having to send one email with uh, my bio and, and picture. It's like, no, it's all this work, go through all these steps, do all this stuff. And I'm like, Oh, Okay, so I do it and I'm doing the steps and her podcast seems lovely and I get to the very bottom of it after three hours of work and effort and all these things I have to do and going to the copy shop to like print something off to sign a release to get it back to her and all of this drama and money out and she's like and I charge $122 and it's to pay for the love and effort of my editing team. <laughs> no, like, here's the thing. It's not a bad business model to have. It's not wrong to have this business model that I have people on my podcast and I um, have them pay to be a guest. And I actually do use the this money to pay for the editing um, for my editing staff. And that's where the money goes. Or does it? We don't really know. And uh, but you know, and, and this is my business model. You could just be really confident in it. You could be really transparent and clear and upfront and direct about it. And it would be a completely viable business model. What's wrong with that? But why is she having so much shame about it? Why is she hiding it? Why is she burying it at the bottom after six steps of going through all these steps and all this time and energy someone would put in to, to be on her show? Like, why is she burying it at the end? And why does she never disclose it up front immediately? Because maybe someone, I, I don't pay to be a guest. I'm just not going to do that. And so why is someone going to not just disclose it right up front? And to me, that's not transparent and it's not good business. And it's just completely not a, not, it's, there's something shady about that. There's something completely shady about the way she's going about it. Not that she's doing it, but the way she's doing it. And I called her out on it and I said, you know, you, I really encourage you to just tell people outright that this is your business model and be confident about it and really just disclose it immediately. That's the way someone can make the decision and not put all this time and energy into something that maybe is not the right path for them personally. And she's like, got upset and was coming back with some statements and whatever. And I, I expected that. And uh, people don't like being called out on their bullshit. <laughs> and, you know, at the end, she goes, well, I'm always coming from love and peace. And, and I was like, 
And, uh, and so am I, because the light speaks and the light speaks truth. And, uh, I'm very much coming from my heart saying that I hope that you really use this business model with confidence, with pride, and be proud of the business you're running and be proud of your business model that you've chosen and don't hide it from anyone and put it out there and be really transparent and direct and beautiful about it. Like, why, why are you hiding it? You know, uh, so I'm actually really encouraging you to bring in more ethical behavior with this. And so this is just another example where I, I speak up. I'm, I'm always speaking up in situations where I lose friends and people or people are triggered or all of these different things. I've been scapegoated during my life. I've been, you know, alienated, all these different things. And I just, I came here to be the light. The light speaks. And I, I've called family child protective services on family members. I've went up to people that were abusing animals and said no more or I'm going to get this animal taken away from you what are you doing I mean I I've always spoken up and there's probably some a few situations where I could have spoken more how many situations did you not speak up in because I'll tell you I remember every single one that I didn't speak and I just I've really had this line drawn in the sand for most of my life, but really clearly lately that I'm going to face every fear. I'm just going to face every fear of winning enemies and losing people and people getting triggered and blaming me for it and of looking like the crazy one because that's how people love to paint you as the, the one who speaks out. You must be the crazy one. You must be mentally unbalanced. You must be something, right? No, I'm speaking out against the status quo of sweeping abuse underneath the rug because we live in a society that was habituated to abuse and dysfunction as if that shit's normal it is not what is that quote i can't remember who said that quote but such a beautiful profound quote is that it is not a measure of health to be well adjusted to a sick society we have to speak the light speaks we have to speak what we hear what we know and what we see and i really encourage you to draw this line in the sand for yourself to be that lighthouse for all of the other people because the more of us that speak with love and compassion but with zero tolerance policy then the more other people will speak and other people will speak and other people will speak and no more will abuses be swept underneath the rug no more will people stay in relationships that abuse them or hurt them or are dysfunctional no more will we be a society that's habituated to abuse. We just won't tolerate it anymore as a species, as a society. That's the world I want to live in. And that's why I always speak. And uh, even though this world is changing and moving towards that direction, and it's not that world yet. And it's been alienating and it's been challenging and tough. That's the world I want to live in. So that this is the way I choose to engage in this world and to speak. So I really encourage you to be to really step into that position of the light that you came here to be the light and the light speaks. And there's a lot of opportunity for self inquiry here of why you're not where you're not speaking up where you're not speaking your truth, how you're dimming how you're shrinking. Why? You know, what does it relate to past life wounds or childhood wounds or how you are socialized and conditioned and how you can start just creating cracks in that old way. And just offer yourself this path of evolution. I am sending you so much love. And just to let you know, She Alchemy is open for enrollment. And so if you'd like to join us where we are all rising together and doing this together, 
this right here, this work that I've been talking about on this episode, you can go to thegoddessastrologer.com and click the banner at the top of the page to find out more about it. I'm sending you so much love and I'll talk to you on the next episode.